Hey, everybody, thanks very much for coming by and swinging and hanging out and chilling with us once again on Conversations. Uh, exciting day today. I'm really looking forward to this guest. It's somebody that, that uh, somebody brought to me and I started following and paying attention to, and uh, he's exactly what my platform's about. It's about inspiration, positivity, and everything else. And had a bag of his uh, puffs show up at my house, and I tried them, and I thought, okay, I got to check this out. What is this? Plant-based taste? What? Wait a minute. Hold on. This is against the norm. Who is this cat? Anyways, he's here. He's a fitness guru. He's a CEO. He's a founder. He's a visionary. And he is incredibly positive. Please welcome the founder, CEO of I1 Foods, Mark Samuel. Brother Mark, welcome to my show. Thanks. I appreciate you having me. It's absolutely a pleasure. Let's get started, man. I got a boatload of questions, and I'm going to fire them off as fast as I can because I'm just so excited about what you guys are doing. It's just so unique. Give us a quick, really quick, just your background super quick and who you are and what you're up to. Sure. Mark Samuel. I live in Northern California. I'm the founder uh, and CEO of I1 Organics. Uh, we started in 16. Uh, we really got going in 2018. We're an organic plant-based food company uh, based out of here in Northern California. Um, and, you know, that's that's what I do. Uh, my background is is really in, in startups. That's what I've been doing my whole career. But the last few ventures I've been in is in health and wellness, which is really my uh, my passion. Well, yeah, you're a, fitness, you're a fitness nut, no doubt about it. So I can get that. What's different about starting this one than something you've done in the past what is there is there some kind of you know measurable difference inside you you know when you, you talk about doing stuff in the past and now you're into this brand and it's so becoming iconic i mean it's it's becoming you know a household name and it's showing up everywhere so what's the difference this time uh, without sounding too cliche i'd say that i found a, a true purpose um and it's taken a long time so that that's important for for a lot of people to hear um, it could, your purpose could come right away. It could be your first opportunity, your first job, your first startup, whatever that may be. But for me, it's taken 17 plus years to find something that I really, really enjoy doing and it has all the makeups of things that would keep me engaged. So um, it's not just um, being a health and wellness platform. That's a check, helping people check. Um, but the innovation piece and really being able to grow with products um, really allows me to stay engaged and be excited each and every day. So when you put all those things together, you kind of recognize, ah, oh, this is something that I really enjoy doing um, and, sure, sure. and have a lot of purpose in it. So, so it's, so it's, uh, so it's exciting. Well, you know, anytime you can have purpose in your business, I mean, it's in my logo. It's, in, it's, it's part of my catch line is it got the word purpose in it. Right. And um, I think it's so important. And to your point, when you find your purpose, it's almost like a leap of faith. It is so inspirational and it becomes something that you almost obsess over because it's just what you, it drives you every day. It, it, it's that energizer bunny every morning you wake up. It's like, I got purpose. I got something to do. And that's just extremely powerful. Yeah. When, when, uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, one of the things you guys talk about is winning on nutrition, um, which I, you know, and after reading into the brand and getting it and trying it and seeing it a little bit more plant, you know, again, being plant-based and flavor forward, what does it mean? And why is it significant to your brand? Well, I, I just love the the ethos of winning. Uh, and, and we all do. Um, when I started uh, the brand and, and actually came up with the name, um, there was a lot of pushback. Uh, but I just knew that if we were allowed the longevity, if we could if we could stay on the road and really build the brand behind that ethos mm -hmm. and for people to recognize that it wasn't just winning on nutrition, but it was just the aspect of winning in all things in life which I knew I would have time to talk on. I just felt like it had a really big play above and beyond just the brand and its products. Um, so uh, again, winning in this, in this 
particular instance, we're talking about the fact that we don't often feel like we're winning when it comes to food choices. So, sure. so we wanted to offer something that could help with that, but it goes a, a lot further than that. And so that just takes time with brand building and, and we're prepared for that. I love that. You know, snacks are a super tough business. Um, and, you know, the CPG world, it's a, it's a cynical game. It's, it's not easy, right? And branding is obviously um, a huge part of the game. But what really matters, I think, to a lot of the consumers is taste and texture, right? So how do you win that? How do you win the day there? Yeah, you got to. Um, one of the things that we, we sort of went through that early, uh, our first product um, was just OK. And it was my first time in food and beverage. I thought that we could potentially get through it, not just with some iterations, but the fact that we had such a, a great nutritional profile. But the reality is, and it came to me quick, was you have to lead with taste and texture. The fact that you may be organic and have nutritional profiles that are better than others, and, and it's leaning into the way that you may eat, balanced nutrition and the like, that, that is all great. And it has to be a part of it. But for you to have customers that come back and for customers to talk on it to their friends and family, it has to be winning in taste and texture as well. So uh, that would just be for anybody to take with them if they're getting involved or they're, they're in a startup mode with food and beverage now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you talk about nutrition and life and balance and stuff, but finding taste and texture nutrition all in one package is, is, is it really is a huge stumbling block for a lot of brands. Um, from a nutritional standpoint, though, on healthy snacks, truthfully set what I would call a very low bar, and they make up for some of that deficiency because they can just drive shit into the into the bag to make it taste good right that's not you know it, it, it with letters you know with, with 27 letters 19 consonants right trying to figure out what the hell it is so you know how do you compete against that and more importantly when you think about building nutrition in how do you build nutrition taste and texture like that well i, I kind of want to start with something that's the most important um first off we're a convenience play right we're, we're a snack right. company. We now offer uh, a cereal. And then now we've just um, we've just launched a granola. I'm a proponent of whole foods. If you can get in front of whole foods, real meals, that would be a dense nutritional whole foods. That is what you should be doing. So so check mark that is number one where people are saying, oh, he's talking. It's interesting. He's just saying saying what's important. The most important thing is that. Now, if you need convenience, you're on the go and the like, and you need to snack, we would love for you to come to us because we're offering you something that we believe is better for you. Number one is for us, organic certified ingredients. That's like a check mark. Um, two is balanced nutritional profiles and balance within those come from uh, legume type ingredients. So peas and beans, sustainable ingredients that are higher in fiber and protein. I'm a big proponent of that. That is all attached to exactly the way that I eat, whether it's whole foods and or snacking, which is balance in my nutritional. So proteins, fats, carbohydrates. I'm just a big believer for long-term success when it comes to eating. That's how you should be doing it. I love it. What a great answer. Thank you for that. I mean, you know, it, it's, I love the brand. I mean, I just love what it stands for. I, you know, it's, you feel positive when you buy it. You feel positive just because of the, the vibe you guys get off. And I want to switch gears a little bit because you as a person is what really, you know, caught my attention. And I started diving a little bit deeper and, you know, chatting with you a little bit back and forth on email and just kind of watching what you do and what you say and how you present yourself. 
you know, as a leader and somebody that's gone through this and you're, you're at this, you know, your, your purpose, you're living in your purpose now, you know, what or who inspires you in your leadership style? I, I it's a hard question to answer because I don't really follow anyone. I know that 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 may be a, a kind of an interesting comment. I'm the, the most that I'm engaged engaged when it comes to like social is on LinkedIn, which people know I hang out on there. Um, and it's just everyday people. I think I probably get inspired just the normal guy or gal who's just trying to create success for themselves. Um, getting out of a rut, kind of like the underdog, the underdog story. Like I'm more engaged with things like that. I don't follow celebrities. I I make sort of light of, you know, maybe it could be like the rock because I just think he's an interesting guy and he's into, you know, throwing around weights and all the fun stuff. But, um, I, I don't read, I mean, like, so it's one of those things I don't go to, don't, don't, don't buy into courses or anything like that. It's not that it's that I'm against that. I think everybody has their own thing that gets their clock ticking. I just know that that is not mine. I really like to lead my own sort of path and, and, and lean into the things that are working for me. And it's really just self-perspective stuff like health. That's why I talk on it so much or eliminating alcohol. I've talked on it. It's because I think people resonate with that more when it's coming from just the normal guy. Like it's just me, it's Mark, right? Who's offering sort of um, value add of what is working and also the most important, what isn't. People, people need to hear that piece too because that's really where a lot of the value comes from. So I, I hope that sort of answers. I, I just, I, I kind of just go. Yeah, no, it absolutely does answer. And I think it's absolutely from the heart. And I think that, that you're right, that, you know, leaders that can have, a, I believe, a multiplicity of perspectives is a better leader, right? And, and, and it leads me to my next quarter, my next question I want to throw at you. What's the phrase to you? I mean, I know, you know, your, your team and, and, and how you're motivated by the team that you have around you. And I know that they mean a, the world to you. Um, what's the phrase dream work, you know, teamwork is dream work mean to you? Uh, that's probably an overused one, but I, I use 100%. it. You know, I, 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 I people love to use it. I just think there's a, to the core of it, um, it, it is the reality. A- everything that you do in, in life um, has to do with some people around you. Um, again, I still believe it starts with you. You know, the health piece to it, it your priority number one. I, I just, there was just a, an interview about it. I say this, you have to selfishly be putting yourself first. And people say, that, that's interesting. Selfishly be putting yourself first. Gym, you know, and or exercise, anything to move your body each day. And then, and then foods, right? What are you putting into your body to fuel you? You know, that what is going into the body to give you all of these outputs. So um, with that said, then there's all those people around you who believe in what you may be talking on or building and want to build with them. So in our case, it's so simple. I'm just super lucky. I have people who've been here since day one who believe in what we're doing. And so if there is a dream of building this health and wellness platform, it's the team that's doing it. I get to come along for the ride just as much as they do. That's why it's a we thing. You'll never hear me talk in eyes. It's a we thing. I'm just blessed to be able to have some really great people who want to be a part of this the same way that I do. Hi, I'm Nate Hefty, Vice President of Sales at Superior Fresh. 
the nation's largest aquaponic farm located in central Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to Toddversations and Toddbits. Check us out at www.superiorfresh.com to learn how we raise our Atlantic salmon on a non-GMO organic diet. And they thrive in water naturally filtered by our USDA certified organic leafy greens. Never treated with hormones, antibiotics, or pesticides, and packed with two times the omega-3s. This is salmon as it should be. Shop with us online and use the discount code TLC2022 to receive free shipping on all of our American Heart Association's Heart Health Checked Atlantic Salmon. At Superior Fresh, we are changing how food is grown to change the world. Remember the code TLC2022 to get free shipping. Love that. I mean, 100% spot on too. One of the things you talk about that, that I thought was kind of interesting is you, you talk about that you guys are all about good vibes. Can you, you know, because I would kind of just come back around on that a little bit for our last question, but, you know, what's that mean? I think it's everything that you do, whether or not it's you're on a, a, a quick call. It could be an email. It could be the way that you're coming off. Um, I, I think you just need to be um, kind in, in all of the ways that you're able to communicate. It doesn't happen all the time. I'm the first to admit sometimes you know, we can get into it. I, one of my associates I've known, uh, we kind of make light of it. I've known since grade school. You can imagine we like, we'll battle it out once in a while. And that's okay. That's part of this thing. That's part of the story. But at the end of the day, you really do want to try to put out as much positivity, right? Just uplifting other people because it just comes full circle. You don't want to have any sort of negativity, not only within your organization, but with anything you're doing, because it doesn't have any benefit to you. hundred percent. I mean, positivity wins the day. I mean, you know, you take a look at the negative energy out on social media. You take a look at the negative energy, the misinformation, you call it anything you want, whether it's the mainline media, media period as a whole, miss all this stuff that's out there. It's overwhelming. And I think sometimes people have a hard time discerning between truth, fiction, how I feel, how should I feel? How does this make me feel? And I think you have to at times step back. I think as a leader as well, you have to step back and almost reassess your business and what's happening uh, in a consistent basis to make sure that you're on track, that you're not caught up by these distractions and where you do have good vibes running through your company. Uh, I, I, we, could, we could go further and not just we eliminate the word company and just talk about in general, right? You say that it's overwhelming of, of, of the negativity that's out there on social media. The reality is it's not. The reality is that that is only a small portion of the population. Yeah. It just so have and or the media outlets, which own which, it, you know, you could just be like, well, yeah, but then they just get to broadcast it. The, the, the reality is 97 percent of us are good people. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are. We're just we love one another. We, we say what's up to the, the stranger. I'm friends with my mailman. Like like it's all good. It's the 3% that gets to broadcast on these platforms to make it seem like they're bigger, but they're not. They're small. They're small in every way, in every, in every single facet, they're small. But that negativity feels heavy because it's broadcast through media and or social platforms. What we need to do is re- recalibrate and recognize 97% of us are good. We love people. And last on that is to broadcast that more. Broadcast that more so that we fog out. I use fog out because it's San Francisco, but 
fuck <laughs> out of this, this 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 negative this negative energy that that feels heavy. So just a side note. No, I, look, you're absolutely right, and and you know I, I say it all the time. And, you know, in a lot of instances, you know, ten percent are yelling at the other ninety, and um, and it's unfortunate that sometimes the loudest voice is the one that gets heard the most. And but you're right. You know, I, one of the things about this platform is about uplifting brands, ideas, and people. It's what we started. It's what we believe in. When we launched this platform uh, back in 2020, um, or 2021, excuse me, and it and it and it continues now. One of the things I lean into all the time is I tell people at the end of every broadcast, go inspire somebody. Go to your point. Go say hello to your mailman. Go, do they, you know their name? Because they're the best They're the best neighborhood watch person you have, right? And, and if we don't put energy into the, th- the good things in our lives, we get overwhelmed, I think, by the bad. And I appreciate your comment. I appreciate you to go into a different level because you you know, can't argue with your logic whatsoever. With that mindset, with that, you know, kind of that, 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 that thought process, I want to lean into something that you guys are about, which I thought was a really cool program. Could you talk a little bit about your heart? Of, of a hero program, please, and why it's so important to you and the company. I met Ricky Mena, uh, who heads that um, early, early in the business. Um, a good friend of mine had a daughter who's since passed away um, with cancer, and I noticed in the photos that uh, a superhero was at the hospital, and it happened like multiple times. Like, who is that guy? That's that's a that's a, the greatest thing ever. I, and I got emotionally, you know, like teared up every time I would see it, not just for my friend, but the whole thing, the, 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 everything that it had, that it stood for. Um, and most importantly, everything that he stood for to do this. Uh, and I called him, I got contact with him. I called him, we sat down at my office and I just was, it was a face-to-face conversation. I just remember, I can remember it to this day. I just knew this is what I wanted to support. So in short, um, Heart of a Hero, um, he's not been able to, along with his wife, uh, she she dresses up as well. I haven't been able to go in the hospital for the last two years uh, because of what's going on, but they're able to do stuff uh, via via the web and the like. Um, and then they're going to be able to recalibrate, re, re, re-engage slowly because it's slowly, you can see, opening up. So uh, that's what we support Heart of a Hero. I love it. So these guys, they dress up as superheroes and they go in and visit kids and they yep. just throw some inspiration, motivation and positivity into their day. You know, yep. it, 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 it's amazing what that does for a child going through something like that. Having, having been through uh, with my own family as a child going through, um, you know, the extreme of cancer and having to see that firsthand and being in those hospitals and being a part of that. Um, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot to put a smile on a child's face in a situation like that because there's not a lot of smiles in those, in those buildings. I'll, it's extremely I'll, imperative. I'll put some perspective too. Um, he he has seen kids that he has um, not just you know seen multiple times, and their families, the parents. I'm a parent. I, I uh, my my heart. It doesn't. I don't even need to know that the the person and or the child or the parent to have a connection. Um, he has seen multiple children pass. He is doing God's work. As along with his wife, they're they're both doing God's work, um, and, and I don't mean to get like you know holistic here, but just you don't you just you just don't need to. Uh, I don't know how you wouldn't see how that's important, and we we're able to any brand is able to support all these things. It could be feeding 
kids and, 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 and all these different organizations. But I just knew that I was connected. I actually physically could see this person, um, talk to them, um, call them. And it felt like it felt a lot more meaningful to me. And I, I was hoping that we could you know, continue to grow as a brand and that they could get more out of it. So we're, we're hoping for, for all of that. So anyway, I just wanted more context there. Absolutely. And I'm glad we're putting it on the broadcast. I'm glad we're talking about it. And we'll make sure that we link something up and, and get the message out and try to help uh, drive awareness to what he's doing. Because I think it's absolutely fantastic. It'd be wonderful. It'd be, it'd be wonderful if he was unemployed, but B, it'd be wonderful. There's more of them out there, you know, Fact. putting inspiration out to these kids. Yes. So, something I want to talk on really quick. And I know it's, it's a big topic of the conversation right now, all over the places about supply chain. And I just want to kind of get some perspective from you um, in relationship to, you know, any of the supply chains, things are affecting you or you may be seeing in your side of the business. Yeah, we've been really lucky, um, thus far. I, I would say we, we've been hit a, a couple times in different areas. Just lead time is, is longer. Um, we've had one flavor. Uh, we couldn't, you know, source, a. Uh, a mustard for our, for our sweet Dijon, things like that. But, but it, you know, if you look at it as a whole, we've been very lucky and fortunate, and we're starting to process our orders a lot further ahead um, to sort of get ahead of this. The second piece to it, of course, is the price component. So there's, mm -hmm. there's been a price increase um, across the board. All of this is sort of related in some way. Uh, there's also crop issues and, 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 the, and from, from previous year and things like that. So it's all coming together. And, and in every instance, you just have to prepare yourself as a brand and, and make proper moves um, that are going to keep you around. Um, and so we've done all that. So again, ordering ahead, staying ahead of all this as much as possible, and then having to have some price increases to offset the margin, um, the, the sort of the, the, the margin difference that, that would have taken effect because of all the price increase. Sure. Are you seeing, you know, a, a lot of brands are talking about, you can see the stats, you know, people are now obviously the last couple of years have been eating at home and, and, you know, are you seeing that trend? Are you seeing that positivity trend about, you know, the fact that your food is what it is, you know, your food is, it's winning on nutrition, it's healthy, it's protein-based, it's plant-based. Um, are you seeing kind of that natural curve that everybody else is that people are getting more aware about what they're putting into their bodies? Uh, I, I, that's a, it's an interesting question. Um, I, I don't know. I don't really, I don't have enough data on that other than to say that we're growing every year. So that we're growing because more and more customers are finding out about us. More and more customers are coming back to us. Uh, and then, of course, we're getting more distribution points. So when you put all those three things together, um, along with just the element of time, you're going to continue to grow. Uh, early, early on in this, the brands that were making making out were really the legacy brands. If you can remember, it wasn't the better for you that people were running to. It was the comfort food. So it was actually the opposite, um, which made sense. But at the same time, we didn't. We, we were still growing, so um, we're lucky that we didn't get hit like some other brands did, mainly because of the, the, the distribution points that we were not in. We weren't in food service, and, um, and we weren't heavy in, um, in, in, in a couple other areas that got hit hard early. So um, all in all, the, 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 the fact of whether or not people and our families are looking for better options, I think, is still an unknown. We have a lot of work to do. I'm going to leave it with this. We have so much work to do, not just domestically, just globally, when it comes to food choices. 
and how it affects us, not just physically, but mentally. And all that we can do at I1 is share some of this information as often as we possibly can. A lot of it could come from me uh, in our storytelling and everything that we talk on, but we have so much room to grow when it comes to being better to ourselves when it comes to our food choices. So I, 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 I'm just going to sum it up there. No, I love it. Well, I want to talk a little bit about, about health and fitness with you a little bit, because I know it's a big part of your life and I know it's, it's a very public part of your life as well. Um, you know, we, we talked about it just before we started, before we started the broadcast, you know, your workout was going and, you know, you finished your workout and, and it's just like, that's, what's going to happen. And I love that. Right. Because again, it's about purpose, right? If, 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 if it's, it's working out exercise is as much about purpose as it is about exercise and working out. Right. And it's about what that, what the end goal is. So because you're into it so much and you believe in, it and it's part of your lifestyle, how much does it influence or motivate your business and your business philosophy now? Uh, it's all of it. I, I, it's all of it. I would say the reason that we are having success and, and the reason why I believe we'll continue to have success is um, I am I am more laser focused today than I've ever been in my entire life. And it's because I have continued to dial up my health and wellness. It's all related. And I can talk on the effects of mental health and anxiety and depression and all of that along the same line, which people relate to. And it's why I'm able to just talk on it with so much purpose and passion. I live it. And I can say, these are the things that have been helpful. This is what's happening. And so it goes back to because that is is so ingrained in in not just my own purpose but the but the ethos of the brand it, it's it's what's it's what gets exuded every single day and so it happens with the team too because they're a part of it we're part of the same thing the core nucleus is a part of the same messaging they don't need to be as into health and wellness as i do right or as i am i don't ask them to do that but when when they see it and feel it and touch it, it, it definitely does encourage. And so that's just the whole point. I just want that across the board for everybody. And and I I I, I always want to be really fair and empathetic and 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 say it with with that sort of calmness of this is what works. Try this. Try it for a week. Try it for a month. Um, and so I, I sort of hope that. That sort of circled up in, in answer to the question. Yeah, absolutely, it does. And I, I want to go if we can. I talked a little bit deeper about you know basically you know, look, the last couple of years has been uh, anomaly. I guess is a good word. I don't know what other, it's a new word I'm using now. Anomaly um, because I, I'm not sure which ones to grab anymore. But one of the things I found very interesting about this, and now that we've kind of I don't know I'm going to say gone over the hill, whatever you want to call, it, but I mean we've got back. We have some perspective now from where we started to where we are today. And one of the areas I find very interesting about the last couple of years is that there's been so little emphasis put on health and wellness. There's been so little emphasis put back to America, like to your point, uh, you know, taking vitamins isn't a bad thing. You know, vitamin D is a really good idea. You know, vitamin C is not going to, you know, it, it's a good thing. And But we're not talking about that. You know, we're talking about things that aren't necessarily, you know, that, that are, that are, I guess, in some ways are, are, are good and maybe almost like a band-aid in some ways, but are not the long-term solution 
to a greater problem that I think has now been uncovered be- over the last couple of years. And when you take a look at COVID and what it is, and you take a look at some of the things that have happened, and you and you look at the comorbidities that have happened with people that are directly related to health choices, you know, and food is, you know, is as much as a medicine as it can hurt you as well, right? And I don't think that we take enough time and energy and perspective to put into that, which is what I love about, you know, brands like yourselves that are, that are talking about things in that manner is putting choices out there that make, you know, that make a better choice. You can have a really tasty, healthy snack, right? It's not hard to do. Um, you know, you've done it. And, and, and it, so my question I want to go back to you is, is that when you think over back the last couple of years and, and, and you put all this in perspective and you guys have dealt, every business has dealt with this issue. You've, everybody's dealt with COVID. Everybody's dealt with closures. Everybody's dealt with people getting sick, all of it. When you look back and you think about it, um, what can we take away or what should we be taking away from this to move us forward to be better if this happens again or to just make a difference? Because, you know, in my mind that we can control, you know, good food and positive cost of food that's associated with that also offsets healthcare costs and problems along those lines. So my question back for you is what have you learned over the last couple of years when it comes to food, nutrition, and, and messaging along those lines? Hi, I'm Nate Hefty, Vice President of Sales at Superior Fresh, the nation's largest aquaponic farm located in central Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to Todd Versations and Todd Bits. Check us out at www.superiorfresh.com to learn how we raise our Atlantic salmon on a non-GMO organic diet. And they thrive in water naturally filtered by our USDA certified organic leafy greens. Never treated with hormones, antibiotics, or pesticides, and packed with two times the omega-3s. This is salmon as it should be. Shop with us online and use the discount code TLC2022 to receive free shipping on all of our American Heart Association's Heart Health Checked Atlantic Salmon. At Superior Fresh, we are changing how food is grown to change the world. Remember the code TLC2022 to get free shipping. Yeah, well, we we have a lot of work to do. It goes back to my last comments. We just have a lot of work to do when it comes to education and the promote the promoting of a better lifestyle. The my comments on the last couple of years, there they would be frustrating like a lot of people, right? They they were there would be like frustration in my comments. And but I, but this is all connected, and I, I'm not a doctor, and so these are just my own comments. But I know that they align with many people, many people who don't have a you know sort of a platform or whatever it may be. I'm most frustrated that my kids are are wearing a mask right now in school. It's 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 not right. Um, that's number one. Just look, I'm going to keep saying the same. Just look at the data. Where, why aren't we just look, just look at the data for kids? So that's number one. Number two, I'm frustrated that we continue to talk on vaccinations and never talked on uh, health and wellness. Never carried the same amount of energy, time, volume, and money, right? money to to continue to push the education on what being healthy does for you whether it's uh, an illness like this or not so that would be frustrating right um i'm not i'll just close it with look at the data of who was getting sick and i mean sick sick right 
not your buddy who got COVID and was fine in five days or, okay. Um, we have, we, we just, we, what is the last two? It, 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 it's sort of um, a snapshot is we're, we, we're just thrown into a sort of a confused state. We've got stadiums, 120,000 people, football stadiums, <laughs> elbow to elbow. Right. But, but my, but my five-year-old kid is sitting in a in a school for seven hours with a mask on. So I'm going to go back to your original question. There's frustration. That is all of this, and I could have named 25 other things that I don't try to spend any time on. I can just exude it in one swoop, though, like this. But the re and I know other people are frustrated like this too, but my my message would be. Let's get back to the things that we can do to fix it. That is, we need to get, um, we will probably need a little bit more confidence in, in sort of the spirit of everything when, it, when this is all said and done, because this is going to be an endemic very soon, right? This okay. is, we're, it's going to be, it's just, so then the question is, how quickly can we get together and, and just let this pass and say, ooh, that sucked. But at the same time, the most important piece is to stay focused on what's what's important, which is the core element that was not talked on enough, health and wellness. Move your body 45 minutes a day and eat well. Nutritious, dense foods as often as possible. Snacking if you need to, do that thing. Have a little bit of a your, your pizza and all that. It's all good. Balance. Balance is a winner, right? Um, but if you focus on that, um, all of these what if scenarios that are going to come along in the future, based on what just happened, should be um, should be uh, 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 shouldn't be as heightened. There's my spiel on all that. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I say all the time. I think if the government was in the 24-hour fitness business, we'd have a whole different outlook. Um, and we're not right. And I, and I agree with you. And I think that we've got to take a hard look. And I think folks like you platforms like this and others that are trying to get these messages out there and staying within the lines and not getting deplatformed, obviously, but trying to just put some consciousness out there that, you know, and I look back at my own experience in, in, you know, the height of everything in, in, in 2020 and early 2021, I, I flew 75,000 miles and 70 nights in hotels with nothing, right. Cause there wasn't anything to take. And uh, but I was on a hard vitamin regimen. I was on an exercise regimen. I was watching. I was trying to be smart about it, just trying to lean into what it was. Knock on wood, you know. And to this day, right now, I you know haven't got it. And um, you know, I think some of that has to do with some of the choices that I've been able to make, you know, and trying to change the diet and change the way you are. And to your point, get out in the sunshine and exercise a little bit. I think there's some small wins that we can do as a country that we need to start to embrace. And I appreciate your perspective and sharing that. And uh, let's see if we get the platform or not for our conversation. Yeah, we, we yeah, I, I don't, I can't imagine that. Yeah, anyway. Hopefully not. Who knows? I, you know, you'll be, I said you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> I've said worse. You'll you be know, fine. This has been great. I really appreciate it. Something I wanted to do, and I want to have a little fun with you, if you don't mind, but before we, before our time ends, one of the things we do here on our broadcast is we try to have a little fun, do a little trivia and something like that. And one thing I was thinking about for you that I thought would be kind of fun is can you, and, and, and going back, and it's going to age me up a little bit, but you know who this guy is. You know, there was a guy that came, that's kind of started fitness craze in this country named Jack Elaine. And he was somebody that if you, if you don't know who he is, get on the Google machine, Google him, check out the onesie he wears. 
The guy was a rock star. He was something else. But I wanted to ask you something. I, 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 I checked this out, and I, I've got the answers here, but I want to run and see what you got. Can you tell me one or two things that that guy did to improve fitness and to create fitness, the, the kind of the fitness craze in this country? Because I dug into it a little bit, and it blew me away. I just want to see if you knew any of the, kind of any of the successes he had. Well, he was the pioneer. They literally, um, and I don't know if you know my sort of attack, sort of how I'm, how I am connected to him. Oh, I got no. a good story. I got a good story for you. Oh, I oh, I shit. opened. I first off, Jack Lane is the pioneer of fitness. Um, he he. The, many would say that he in, invented it. Um, he was the first one on television. Um, you can all look that stuff up. Um, there's a great story actually about about what he did or how he found fitness was actually off of the back of sugar. He had what he what he called a sugar addiction as a kid, and he um, he claimed that he was um, w- having really awful thoughts, like it, dangerous thoughts as a young kid. And he opted out of it and found fitness and the like. But there's a look him up. If, if, I'm, the, the, again, yeah, like you said, the older generation, like my mom, when I told her about this story, which I'll tell you, um, his great nephew is Chris Lalane who I met in San Francisco um, when I was, uh, he was a trainer at a gym that I was going to. I'd see him every morning. We'd say hello. Fast forward, Chris Lalane and I opened up the first CrossFit gym in San Francisco. Um, It was the first um, physical location gym in San Francisco. There was San Francisco CrossFit, which was an outdoor platform. They're iconic. But we were the first physical brick and mortar um, which dates people because people would be like, wow, you were the first brick and mortar San Francisco CrossFit because ha- many came after that. The point is Jack LaLanne came at 90 years old, came to our grand opening. It was on the news. It was epic. He was in there. He was doing his thing. There's video. It's awesome. Anyway, there's your Jack LaLanne story. I had absolutely had no idea. I thought it was a really unique question, but I, I did pull it. You're right. First television show. First, he opened the first modern health spa. He, he invented the first leg extension machine. Um, first to have athletes working out with weights, women working out with weights, elderly working out with weights. He invented protein powder. He's the first one that came out with a breakfast protein powder. So I, I had to throw it out there. I, I had no idea about the story. But what a great connection. But I, what I wanted to kind of come back around to is it just shows like you, it just takes vision to make change happen. And, you know, in your words, you know, purpose as well. Right. And I think that's super, super important. So before we wrap up our time and, and, and everything else, I just have one final question I want to throw at you. Um, if you could just do one thing uh, to make America healthier, what would it be? One thing. It would, prob- it would probably be this, exactly what I've been doing, because this is as big as it's going to get for me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, the only thing I can continue to grow is the platform let's say on a LinkedIn where I have a lot of connections and the connections continue to grow. And I think on the subjects that I'm talking on, which go above and beyond just health and wellness, I do sales and talking on CPG and the wins and losses and the like. I think that the more and more, I'll leave it as the more and more connections I could have there grow to a hundred thousand, maybe one day it's a quarter of a million people. If they could see the message that I say at least once a week, at least once a week, it's a health related uh, post. That's a win. Because there's people far greater than me that are that are even even bigger advocates, have bigger followings. 
And if you think about it, if you can compound that, just like interest, and just get more of that conversation going on these same platforms that we talked about earlier that often feel like it's heavyweight negativity, then we're winning. Then we're totally winning because we all need an uplifting comment or a push to get out the door or one note about don't eat that, eat this. We all do. It, it's and, and we and we as humans, because the 97 percent love one another, can share that information and can support one another on that journey, because I'll leave you with. When you have health and wellness as your number one priority and you make it your number one priority, you feel so much better. And I pray that as many people as possible can feel that every single day because it's very, very real. It's very, very real. And so I guess that's the answer. I'm good with that answer, dude. Oh. <laughs> that's, as I like to say on this broadcast, but I hold these, you know, like I'm addicted to holding my Sharpie. Boom, we'll drop the Sharpie on that one. Cool. Mark, I got to tell you, this has been fun. I mean, like I told you, I, I, I'm really a fan of what you do. Your inspiration is out there every day. You wear, you know, you wear your morals and values on your shirt sleeve and you talk about them. And I think to your point, we, we need that. We need that 97% to turn it into 98. That's a goal, right? And uh, I just appreciate you hanging out and taking your time. I, I, I'm glad that... Uh, I'm glad that my kid uh, pushed me into getting to know who you were a little bit because she's very inspired by you and, and thinks you know very, very highly of you as I do as well. And I think so do a lot of other people. And uh, just a huge thank you, man, and uh, for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Conversations. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I know I did. And I know you're probably a little inspired right now. That's the goal. Remember, go inspire somebody. It's very important. It's how we're going to win the day and make a difference. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, we'll see you on social media because that's where the cool kids hang out. So that's where we are. And uh, take care of each other. Thanks.